Thank you for joining us tonight in the Creepypasta Book Club, the podcast where we read, analyze, and discuss significant creepypastas, no sleeps, and web horror flash fiction. We are your hosts, Jonah. And Wednesday. And today we are discussing Something Awful's Dogscape. It sure is. Something awful. (laughs) Oh boy, it is. Okay, so in a quick summary of Dogscape, for those of you who haven't read it, and I don't recommend reading it, Dogscape is presented as a series of logs from several different posters, all sort of compiling efforts. It chronicles the final generations of human survivors following a catastrophe that turned the entire world into dog. Uh, Human society decays as small tribes form, women are traded as currency, and the dog mother within the sentient flesh of the earth attempts to reclaim the remaining humans either by force or seduction. Uh, The story ends with the total destruction of humanity, the only remaining places untouched by the dog flesh being the poles where it is too cold to survive. Which, by the way, it's like the reverse the thing, right? Because there's a dog there. (laughs) Maybe that was intentional, but, like, I feel like they just wanted to sort of close it out on something. Like, okay, we're shutting this story (laughs) down now. It's done. We're not doing any more of this. There are a bunch that didn't make it to the wiki that's less centered around, like, the the schlock of lots of the later ones. Mm. That I feel like if they were included in the story of the wiki, it would be less like, oh, this is all just bad but it doesn't make it less like bad you know there is you can imagine uh i i haven't read the completed thread because like i wasn't going to put myself through that after reading the ones that have been selected it's very long but like reading the ones that have been selected i feel like it really shows the priorities of the people who archived and compiled these of what they consider to be interest or you know interesting or important lore for the dogscape the most generous read is they pick the most fucked up ones but the least generous <laughs> ones is that they're horny for dogs yeah well like horny for dogs and rape oh yeah yeah right like because that's that's the other main thread going through the, the back. rape might not be a fetish the rape might just be because they hate women that was that I was mean, my like... takeaway from it. It might be horny hate women, but like yeah, I mean people who hate women tend to also think rape is sexy, Se- right? Yeah. Like that's that's part of hating women generally. Yeah, that's true. I just some I think sometimes that people get into like they treat it as like um like something very separate from like the reality of it versus the dog thing. The dog thing is extra horny. You can't like separate the <laughs> horniness from the dog thing. Yeah. I I have two kind of things. Like one is that like a couple of these like like especially the first 3 logs of the official thread uh-huh. are pretty solid right? Like, yeah, there's yeah. some things that are kind of, like, corny and overdone about it, like, bringing up, like, tentacles. You don't need tentacles. This is already a story about the world turns into dog. You don't need to bring up tentacles. That's just, like, going back to, like, eldritch Lovecraft. But there's a, there's, like, kind of, like, a style reason for there to be tentacles, because this thread had bounced off of, in something awful, there's, like, um, Marmaduke is a hell beast <laughs> meme, and sometimes people draw him tentacles. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like the, the modern iteration of that is, like, the Garfield, I'm sorry, John thing. Yeah, 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 very much. And, like, a lot of the sexuality in here, I think, is supposed to be, like, making jokey reference to the fact that there's like a alarming amount of marmaduke porn where he <laughs> and the mom or the wife out read the comic so i just know about this because i'm online but are doing the fuck and stuff so i feel like <laughs> this comic is almost like a fan fiction version of that stuff that people draw a lot that ends up in these spaces <laughs> yeah, like that that kind of wouldn't surprise me T- to me like aside from it being dog porn stuff it's also like the entry that first brings up the concept of the, the mother dog presenting f- 
flashlights, basically, yeah. to trick the men into... Like, <laughs> the way that it's all written is very much the way that weird right-wing people talk about porn, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, it is it is extremely, like, you are being corrupted, your your good white penis is, is being tricked by these, these feminists into watching porn and masturbating and, like, oh, this is degeneracy. He even uses degenerate... Yeah. In, in the text itself, which is like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have ideas about things, huh? Why are mother dog mother? <laughs> and, and yeah, and, and it's also like the concept of the Oedipal stuff going on. Like, I feel like the dog mother might have been referenced a little bit in earlier ones, but yeah. that's the one where it really is like, oh, my evil, stupid bitch mother who, who is also a dog. <sighs> is trying to trick me into putting my dick in her. It's like, you have problems, you, man. Yeah. Like, you got, you gotta talk to someone. You have preoccupations. There are, like, because there's, like, uh, like multiple people contributing, it has this, like, mesh of people who aren't picking up that other people are using this to be, like, yeah. that, or, like, other things. <laughs> or people who are, and are trying to move the story in, like, a different direction, despite the fact they're in this climate. So you'll yeah. get ones that are, like, about things like making like references to the uh, culture on the site and like forwarding the lore and then you'll get ones like that i honestly i found the one that's like that brings it back to the marmaduke joke uh-huh. i found that one probably the second most insufferable yeah. after the the dog pussy one like okay like like they're insufferable but like on the full and opposite end of like the spectrum of it yeah like, because you can tell that person's trying really, really hard. Like, you can just, like, leave. You don't need to <laughs> be here in dog pussy town. You can't save this. Like, it didn't have to turn into a, into a story about dog pussy, right? It didn't have to turn into a story about we live in tribes and women are our breeding slaves, right? Like, yeah. It didn't have to turn into, like, weird fetish material. Like, like it did, and then nobody was like, um, no, I don't think that's the direction we want to go with this. We need to, we need to close this down, yeah. <laughs> like, comparing it to the Garfield thing, there's not, like, an undercurrent of, like, a horniness like the Marmaduke yeah. stuff is, period. Marmaduke stuff is just horny, and, like... <laughs> I mean, be- like, because people are weird about dogs in a very particular way like people are also weird about cats but people are weird about dogs like weird capital w on the internet in these like extreme spaces yeah yeah both women and dog become like a concept and not like a physical like not like a, a, a things with emotions and feelings they're just like these constructs to like sexually abuse and like these spaces they're both representations of the bestial. Even in that one where he's, like, he's talking about, where he's trying to bring it back to the Marmaduke joke lore, right? Like, he he references, like, oh, people talk about the dog mother and the scientist who was originally, it's like, that is obviously trying to imply that the scientist wanted to fuck Marmaduke. Yeah, like, like Marmaduke and the scientist were fucking, is the story. <laughs> and, like, the woman is still, like, this evil presence, like, they're the original evil. Yeah, it, it's trying to recreate Adam and Eve. It's original sin, but with dog penis, which is very bad, I think. Worse than original sin already is. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> original sin too made it worse. There is a peel in the store. Okay, I forgot about, how, like, I knew it was grody and nasty and extreme and had dog pussy in it. But I forgot, like, how much it was just that, and I, like, remember more about being, like, this kind of, like, unrelenting sci-fi, which I enjoy, like, a lot, like, when stuff just happens fast and awful, and then you're left with, like, fast and awful things in your brain. Stuff at the very beginning, like, on, okay, the first time I 
I I read it. I I read Dogscape for the first time pretty recently, mm-hmm. and it was the reason why I wanted to do this podcast because I was like, if I don't tell people about Dogscape and like have a platform where I can yell about Dogscape, I'm going to explode. <laughs> the thing that really stuck with me after like having such a bad experience with my first read through was like this this like really great feeling of desolation in the first couple of logs right yes yeah it's it's gross like like he brings up all this stuff with the eat the dog fetuses and stuff but it's still like there's no sexual aspects to this stuff it's just like it is it is gross but it's also this this weird piece of poetry about alienation right and about like other people are around me and we don't speak to each other anymore. It it reminds me so much of this fucking, this anime game that, like, I I watched it played once and it stuck with me so, so much. What Even though, that? like, I can never, yeah, yeah, it's it, uh, 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 Fragile Dreams, Farewell Ruins of the Moon. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it has this incredible atmosphere, but I can never watch it again because it is so fucking boring. But, like, the first time that I experienced it, it was like, wow, this is capturing a feeling that almost nothing has ever given me. I feel like Dogscape does manage to at least do that, but, like, it falls apart and doesn't pick itself back up. Yeah, because, you know, the people who were originally bringing that texture to it were not the ones who were posting the later stuff. Yeah. And, like, you can tell. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think you could do, I think you could have the sexuality and, like, dog junk, but you also have to not be doing it for fetishy reasons, you know? Like, <laughs> like the reason why this person is doing it is to write, like, a screed about, like, internet perverts and sexual degeneracy and blah blah blah. It's like, and how much I hate women online. <laughs> yeah. It sucks, because, like, that's not my, like, recollection of it. So, like, getting back, like, rereading it, it's like, oh, this blows. This was, like, some organic, nasty stuff, and now it's, like, really <laughs> not been misled. Yeah, and, and I didn't have that relationship with it. Like, I, I did not. My experience with something awful as, like, a young person online was 100%, because I was, I was a Tumblr kid. Yeah. I've, I've been on Tumblr since 2011, I think. Like, yeah. been a long time. So, like, my only interaction with something awful at all was uh, when, when people got really into Danganronpa, and the only way yeah, that, that we could good. experience it was, like, this person who was doing, like, a playthrough in translation Man. and posting it on to something awful. More people should do that. I think that was, like, an art in itself. And the translation work of that thread is a lot better than the game. So yeah. if you want to go play the game, I think you should just go read that thread somehow. <laughs> like, read the thread. Genuinely better translation. Play the game, and then pretend. <laughs> that was the that was the real translation work. It makes me so mad. It was right there. Like, like, all you had to do was pay that person. They already did it. <laughs> yeah, I I guess they wanted to do more of like a localization, but that's very bad. And like, and that's kind of representative in my mind of like what something awful is. Mm-hmm. On the one hand, it is this like interesting resource about culture, right, and about internet culture specifically, and like video games and anime and stuff like that and the way that like the the western fandom specifically engages with that stuff and then on the other hand it's dogscape and dog pussy yeah how many times do you think we can say that before we get like demonetized by wherever <laughs> platform we're on i mean we're not making money anyway in the like, fantasy okay, world hey, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're making money Even, like no matter how big we get we can never take sponsors because we say things like dog pussy. i think i think hunt a killer would sponsor us easy <laughs> hunt a killer pay me money and i'll stop saying dog pussy <laughs> that's gonna be a tier a patreon tier you can or whatever whatever thing is a th- viable when this comes out where you pay us not to say these words for eight thousand a month i will stop oh 
Oh, but also, okay, on the subject of Hunter Killer, just a real quick digression. Fuck uh-huh. Hunter Killer. Yeah. That's what I have to say. I think it's very tasteless. It is tasteless. I have the Blair Witch one because someone gifted it to me, and I'll go through <laughs> it. And, like, I feel like if you're going to do, like, a murder mystery box game, it should be, like, a horror IP and not, like... But at the same time, they, they do this sort of, like, schlocky, like, we're dedicated to true crime and helping the victims and stuff. Like, you were just selling me a box game. Calm down. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're selling the concept of true crime for entertainment and then being like, oh, but it's fine because we're giving some of the money to to survivors of the victims of... of... Real murder. <laughs> like, that's... You know, you... <laughs> you're a ghoul. Yeah, that's... Ghoulish behavior. Like, every time I buy a box of Clue, I don't want Clue to be like, <laughs> hey, real people have died, and your Clue money is going to go to an, a, a vague charity for it. I'm buying Clue. Calm down. I'm a person who likes... Because, like, I, I've, I've mentioned, like, I'm into the Slenderman stuff, right? Yeah. And, like, the original Slenderman thread, and we're going to get into that, like, like a little bit later. On the something, yes, we are. I'm so excited. It, and, and it was also from Something Awful. Yes. It also has this sort of, like, piecemeal lore that gets created by, like, you know, not just Victor mm-hmm. Surge. A bunch of people. But, yeah, but, but a bunch of different users contributing to these ideas that allow people later on to pick and choose what they want. Mm-hmm. And, and and so like I think the concept of piecemeal lore like it's that cool. can be really interesting and effective. But here it actively destroys what it is. Like destroys like yeah takes what is cool about it and twists it in this way that's both mean spirited and poorly written. <laughs> because like you can't control the contributions yeah. that people are going to have when you have it in this format and like a technical aspect aside dog pussy aside a technical aspect they didn't <laughs> think about how like how this would be received like you can suspend your disbelief enough to be like okay i'm reading logs somehow from various sources <laughs> but as like a whole all it is is like gimmicky yeah there's no like how would the reader get this? Why is the reader getting this? What's the point of this, like, material existing? It's like, like, an idea that I had while I was reading this, right, is, like, that these are, like, rather than saying, like, oh, I'm writing this down for some reason, because that's a silly fucking premise. If you had instead had it been be, like, these are sort of testimonials, right, from people who have been absorbed into mm-hmm. into the the dog flesh, right? Like like people who whose minds have eventually been assimilated, and these are, you know, memories that are that are coming through because they're all part yeah. of this like shared. That would be cool. It made me think of like I need to read Southern Reach. And like, oh yeah, there are other my like, god, there are other sci-fi stuff that's like not similar like topics, but similar styles where things are just coming mm-hmm. at you and like, even if it's like in a third person, like how is this getting to you and how is this getting yeah. to you stops mattering, and like you could probably achieve that with these, but it's like it doesn't because it's just forum posts. Yeah, because because the style is to post something in the first person mm-hmm. because that is how you write web horror yeah. you know that's that's very much what it feels like because like the, the, this is the standard people who are doing this aren't thinking of like oh what's the legacy of this what's this gonna look like when people cost, <laughs> pop, copy paste it and put it together but like that's how we have to like read it and analyze it because now yeah. it's put together in the future <laughs> There's very little thought put towards an archival understanding of Dogscape. On the one hand, it makes sense because it was just a bunch of people, like, shitposting, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's like, some of these people weren't shitposting. Some of these people were also writing, like, like stuff that was sort of intentional horror that was coming from a place inside of them, you yeah. know? Like... Like, I get the feeling when I read logs, like, one and three in particular, that, like... That was something, yeah. Yeah. That that, that was something that this, the, this person or these people had, like, an actual 
idea and like maybe even an emotion about, you know? Ah, <laughs> uh, something awful. The other thing you mentioned Southern Reach and like uh-huh. I'm a big big fan of the Southern Reach mm-hmm. trilogy. I feel like that also has some similarities to the concept, right? Because it is yes. about like walking into an alien world and assimilation into the environment yeah. and like hostility to human life and like the concept of uh, alienation versus assimilation mm-hmm. and and mutual understanding and stuff like that and it's 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 a really it's, it's a really beautiful and really complicated series and the other thing that this made me think of was mother horse eyes yeah right which is another thing that i'm very preoccupied with and is also like mother horse eyes is a very very fraught kind of story mm-hmm. in a similar way to dogscape like I don't think Mother Horse Eyes ever gets quite as vile as Dogscape. Ever. Even even in the parts where it's, like, kind of racist. Like, it, it never gets vile to the extent that, like, the... And, like, Dogscape never says anything overtly racist, but it's still... It has Which this is deep racist undercurrent. Yeah, it's like... The concepts that are being presented are eugenics concepts, but being presented just through dog fetish material. And, like, the nastiness of Dogscape is accessible, and, like, you get it, it's you read it, it's easy. Versus, like, Mother Horse Eyes, the nastiness is, like, a creeping. And, like, the straight... What I know from Southern Reach, the strangeness of Southern Reach is sort of, like, not as accessible because it's in a thicker novel. Or, like, like the three-body problem is another sci-fi that, that comes at you really fast and has lots of nasty concepts. I have to read that. You do. It's really good. I'm such a slow reader. I know. It's it's okay. We'll do it. I, I believe in you. It's really it's, dense. It's so dense. Like it like it scares me off of it a little. Well look, I could do it. And I think <laughs> I think if I can do it, anyone can do it. Is my stance on it. You can do it. Just let it eat you, <laughs> eat, eat you. Just let it take you. Don't let it assimilate me. Yeah, don't shower, don't answer the phone, <laughs> just read the three body problem. But also something like, like the spiritual quest of Dogscape reminded me a bit mm. of Holy Mountain, in the same way that stuff is just happening. Like, not stuff isn't just happening in Holy <laughs> Mountain, but like that kind of like that shift of perspective and like the the different like beats each poster is trying. Each poster is bringing a different aspect of horror and sci-fi and speculative fiction mm-hmm. in general. In a way that is really interesting. I don't think the thread wasn't like everyone posts a different type of subgenre, but everyone did. Yeah, just be- like because everyone had this fundamentally different concept of what the dogscape was supposed to be and was supposed to look like. The dogscape is the friends we made along the way. <laughs> the, the, that's the other thing about it, like. With the sort of like it, it attaches really strongly to this sort of like traditional eldritch Lovecraft type mm-hmm. iconography in a way that I think very much weakens the story. Yeah, but like all those people on there at the time are like Lovecraft shakes my dick. He is <laughs> my main man because I love racism. <laughs> I mean, I think also because like he he is very. Like that—that's sort of like the entry level of of elder. Yeah, I'm not—I'm be- not being generous. <laughs> I'm not being generous. These like, people don't read, <laughs> so they wouldn't know anything beyond Lovecraft. <laughs> is is more is more honest a take of it? Not to be an ass, but like, <laughs> like these people aren't reading like Henry Cutner or like a uh, think of a guy who does like this kind of weird yeah. horror, speculative horror, and he's just sort of like mimetic in um pop culture people associate this sort of subgenre so strongly with lovecraft he and his concepts of inescapable like even when we talk about the eldritch right like that was a word that he came up with yeah right like it's a term we gotta come up with new t- like i i i really like the <laughs> um the term speculative fiction and cosmic horror cosmic horror is good yeah yeah, because cosmic horror narrows down, like, a part of Lovecraft's work that people 
find appealing, but a lot of his work mm. isn't cosmic horror to start with. A lot of his work is very material and very, like, yeah. textural and where he lives. Yeah, like, even, even like, Innsmouth, right? Yeah. Like, that's one of his most famous stories, and that, like, th- that is a story that involves creatures and, like, po- like possibly aliens, but it is not necessarily cosmic horror in the sense yeah. of, like... Like cosmic dread, something grander than me that I can't possibly comprehend. It it, it it is something that is very much comprehensible. It's just terrible. Yeah, like people attribute that kind of thing with all of his work. I think very few of his stuff can be like attributed to that kind of fear, versus something like name a sci-fi movie. I was gonna say Space Odyssey, but I'm not sure if that fe- grasps the kind of. Honestly, I would say Space Odyssey is okay. Is like counts as like a like a cosmic it, it it is at least like a cosmic story it is a, it is it is a story that is, story that is horror yeah yeah it is it is a story that is concerned with the the cosmic and like existential destiny of humanity yeah. i feel like that's a good like a limiter is like having aliens and space stuff doesn't make something cosmic horror necessarily cuz some of the fear comes from fear of a stranger or yeah fear of an unknown attacker or fear of like technology or fear of what of if there's a strange guy looking at you versus like (laughs) cosmic horror is like you wouldn't call war of the world's cosmic horror no versus like something like cosmic horror is like uh, an emotion that's hard to express through like general like it's like an inexplicable fear it's yeah it's awe it's awe that like transforms into like a fear that you can't deal with anymore yeah like there has to be i think a sort of inherent reverence to cosmic horror Mm -hmm. because of the idea that like something grander than you inherently inspires awe it's like oh picnic at hanging rock right that's a cosmic horror and it is completely grounded in the world that we live in like there is no sign necessarily of any kind of alien presences or anything or or even like the interferences of gods in in like the original cut of the movie so unfathomable but like it is that is cosmic horror yeah yeah oh my god that's really good i like the idea of like putting like if you're like having a, a movie shop or like a movie listing and putting it under cosmic horror and people like who have like neutral <laughs> associations with it saying you're like huh this movie what like because like it's <laughs> like yeah what is happening it's like so unfathomable like that the movie falls apart around it like it's eating yeah. the movie it's 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 very much we've we've been talking a lot about about land and locations on this podcast so uh-huh. far because like because a lot of horror is itself grounded in location mm-hmm. right and the the interesting thing about the dogscape is mm-hmm. that it is a very post land story you know it is it is a utopia in a, in in a lot of the early parts right like humans have their needs totally met pin that real quick i think this season like everything we're going to hit on is a story about that, basically. Okay, un- unpinning that, I have in my notes, like, Dogscape is a paradise that's ruined by the existence of women, is basically what happens in Dogscape. <laughs> it is I Eden. Mean, like... <laughs> women are not really mentioned until Log 4, when they introduce the concept of tribes. Yeah. Of, like, humans reestablishing society. Log 4 introduces the concept of tribes and of, like, the concept that there are, there's, like, a hierarchy that develops in this world, in this utopic world, Mm -hmm. right? This post-struggle world where trees pop out of the ground full of meat. Meat that you can just eat. And we can digest it. Titty sprouts out of the ground full of milk for you to drink. It is literally, yeah. You are in the land of milk and honey, but honey is dog. And, <laughs> and like, the dogs are also, like, loyal to the people in this really interesting ways. Even, like, among this, like, tribe stuff. Like, people who have been wronged, dogs can tell, and the dogs serve justice. So they care about the people. I feel like, I, I dislike that part. Because, like, I feel like the concept behind log four 
where like because the first three logs are post identity. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then log four is where we bring back the concept of human identity, and it and, and it stops being a series of stories about this this post world, this post location, and becomes a story about people and their egos, which yeah. fucking sucks. Yeah. Log four is an incel fantasy. It's definitely yes. It's it, it's this idea that like you are this like this this like skinny guy who's so smart that you can't get any bitches because these like these fat rich guys these like stupid rich guys are 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 they are they are height mogging you and they are preventing you from from you know having any women and it's not your fault you are just smarter than everybody else and like people are telling you like oh you should be the leader. But then, like, it turns out, oh, they betrayed you. Like, oh, my God. Like, they were they were working for this bad guy all along. So you do a school shooting on them, basically. That's what Log 4 is literally, to me. It, literally that. But also, you're on dogscape <laughs> and no bitches. <laughs> Look around. <laughs> yeah, how are you in the... <laughs> And I guess that's what the uh, that's what the dog pussy log is about, right? Like it is resolving the tension between <laughs> guys. We don't need a fight. We're on a we're, we're on a bitch <laughs> on this bitch of an earth. Yeah, this this fantasy that like the world itself will respond to you like you're a fucking fisher yeah. king and like <laughs> resolve this conflict that you, where you've been wronged. I think it's really okay. Readers, listeners, pin that in your mind, the fisher king, because I have that <laughs> in different notes, and I think that's gonna come back a lot in general in general themes of stories we pick. But um, yeah, because that that's a cultural touchstone, right? Us. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. Yeah, I think if I was going to, like, format these, like, if I was going to make my own dogscape deep cut, I'd end it on the, um, uh, people from space being like, Mm. we used to receive, uh, communications from planet Earth, and then it stopped, we assumed they've gone to a higher technology and stuff like that, that one, that log, I feel like if I was, like, mixing this, I'd end it there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, that, that seems like a natural end Yeah, but you got the idea of, like, dog mother is expanding beyond the shape of the planet and spreading outward, and then it's also, like, you've increased the stakes by being, like, there's life outside, they're making contact, and that's that. That's bigger, that, that, that's a bigger concept than dogscape. <laughs> I can imagine a version of dogscape where, like, that could be, like, a satisfying cap-off. Mm-hmm. But then also, like, in the epilogue, it, it has, like, the the thing with the radio broadcast. That final little epilogue was, like, the human and the dog together, dead, unassimilated. Is like, that's an okay cap. That's fine. Yeah, I guess. That's fine. I, I don't, it doesn't, okay, it's, it's this weird trend of horror, and even, like, you see it here even early on, the desire to end in a sort of, like, an, like, a victory note that's, like, a downbeat, like, we won, but, like, unrelenting horrors, and I find the ambiguity (laughs) and, like, the broadening more appealing end. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like the, the ending is not, like, a, even, like, a moral victory, right? It is, like, humanity has literally been wiped out in in the ending. Mm, that's true, too. Yeah, that's true. Like, it is, it is, it is like, the ultimate defeat in, in a lot of ways, oh. and it's just this, like, sort of somber moment. Like, oh, the entire Earth. Like, ev- everything. Like, <laughs> like, you know that trope where it's, like, like, you're in the U.S., and, like, things are really fucked up, and then we pull out, and we find out that, like, the other half of the world is, like, fine. Is fine. Well, yeah. Like, it's... <laughs> hey, we're watching... We're That's watch- an infuriating thing. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, knowing that it's, like, everything around, but, like, it can't get to the polar caps, I guess how I was reading it is that, like, the survival of, like, a dog in a body unsimulated was itself a victory, because now there's, like, a legacy of humanity that's, like, not going to be touched. Because there's a radio, that's our technology. There's our, a, a body that's, like, bones and history, and there's a dog separated. Yeah. I don't 
know, like, I, I have a hard time viewing that as being a victory, right? Because the defeat of humanity in Dogscape is so utter and so terminal, right? Like, there is no coming back. Maybe I'm rooting for the dog is the problem. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> assimilate the planet, dog flesh. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're relating too much to the to the dog, I which is <laughs> the dog is the main character, and like the the dog mother is like a like a stand in for whatever the author at the time considers to be repulsive, right? Which is yeah. why halfway through the dog mother is feminism, yeah. right? Which is <laughs> the reason why it's like yeah kill these stupid men like yeah okay. kill these guys who think it's like normal to like like oh we have to capture and rape women to perpetuate the species which is also just like a fantasy like that's, yeah, like, that's a fantasy that's like breederism hey no human society has ever uh, done, done that. that yeah and like i guess that's sort of like where i come from in the end is sort of like like, I'm incorrectly viewing these people getting, like, just desserts of, like, being, like, assimilated into dog flesh because they're rapists and vile people. But instead, what OP <laughs> of that post is doing is, like, these guys have been wronged. Like, that's my mistake. They are, and, and especially, like, the people who write about the more violent, misogynistic kind of aspects of this story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are viewing that, ba- like... Because this is something awful, right? Yeah. There's a certain type of person who uses something awful. Yeah. <laughs> and and the idea, like, going back to this, like, ooh, primal society. Yeah, it's a fantasy. Nothing exists like that. It is a fictionalized prehistory yeah. man that never existed. Yeah. It's like, like, have there been, like, societies where war brides were taken and women were were taken from warfare and raped like yeah unfortunately that existed and yeah but there has never been a society where that has been all women you yeah. know ever that was a cast of women from like and the women were treated that way because they were considered an other from a different like clan yeah, they were disposable you didn't do that with your like women within your society and and these people are like, notably, not living in a, a, a time of conflict or famine. They're just portrayed as, like, all men in the dogscape do this thing because women are a scarce resource that they have to take advantage of. And it's not as though, like, with historical practices of, of bride abduction or rapture, women are, you know, generally being taken to be the property of a man, which is like, obviously bad enough as it is, like, this terrible thing that happens and, and, you know, has happened and still happens in conflict. But uh, in Dogscape, they are being taken to be raped by the entire group specifically to produce children. Like, this scenario where it, it, it's a single woman who is the communal property of a group of unrelated men. And and that is, as far as I know, a mating strategy that does not exist in mammals, but does exist in breeding fetish porn. So <laughs> it's the combination of these things that it's now like a universal practice, that it's placed next to the rant about like masturbation and degeneracy, that the, the rapist in this story is like a, a sympathetic figure who is cheated out of his natural wife and child. And that makes it really like, uh, this is, you're, you're jerking off about this. And this is because because women in this story are viewed entirely as an other because, like, it's, it is it is an original sin thing. Like, they yeah. are fundamentally associated with the dogs and with the bestial and because it is the dog mother. And, and, and the mother is intentionally taking women away from the men the way that, think about it, feminism, feminism is taking women away from your white penis. Dogscape is feminism. Hey... Hey, I th- I have in my notes, like, while I was reading it, from a perspective of a woman in this, like, thing, if you don't encounter, like, a dude, you're, like, in, like, I, I use the word paradise a bunch, but, like, you are literally unburdened by society, there's food <laughs> everywhere, 
you don't encounter men because they're fucking dogs. So if you avoid <laughs> clans and not to be, like, assaulted and stuff, like, you're fine. Like, it's, like, a really cool place. And we don't see, obviously, because something awful people don't see women as valuable points of view in this thread <laughs> here. But, like, the idea that they don't see women, because like, even if, like, like obviously the story is like they're assimilated into the evils of feminism and stuff, but, like, <laughs> the idea that there probably are women roving around and, like, fine, because they're not Yeah, being... they're just, like, avoiding you. Yeah. Because they know that you're going to do something bad to them. Yeah, and, like, it's, it's, it's very much, like, yeah, like, hey, that's how a lot of modern i guess you could say like like gender relations are right now between heterosexuals mm-hmm. right like the 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 entitlement yeah like like viewing dogscape <laughs> as like a barrier between you and a pussy you think you deserve <laughs> maybe women are avoiding you because you suck to be around and you're like a pervert maybe dogscape has happened cuz you're a bad person <laughs> Dogscape, when you think about it, really is like the 9-11 of men. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta put like a warning at the front of this episode when I go back to edit it. Yeah. (laughs) Cause we're real loosey goosey. It's it's hard to talk about these something awful threads. It's going to be hard. This one and like the Slenderman one and any others (laughs) we might gather of like early internet because we've ta- we've hit a few that have had like unsavory things, but like something awful is like like nothing nothing to this extent. No, yeah, and something awful has a culture had a culture of like you need to one up each other and like be as nasty and gross and vile and racist as possible at all times. At all times. So something so things like this are always going to be like this. So buckle up. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, that's just gonna be, like, a sort of boilerplate, um, warning that we're gonna have to put on episodes. This came from Something warning. Awful. This is a Something Awful episode. <laughs> That'd be really good, I think. <laughs> For as long as the thread is, I feel like there's very little to talk about beyond that, though. Like, that's my extent of my notes. There's a decent amount of content, but a lot of it is just, like, because most of the people coming into it... This is one of the problems when you have, like, forum, yeah, uh, like, like, done by committee, is that people are bringing their own ideas into it, but, like, these are not professional writers. No. They are just aping things that they have heard in other stories before. And it just dissolves into, like, the fantasy of fucking a woman you hate so much and also a dog, and it loses <laughs> any of the kind of, like, mind-bender, like, at least uh, two people were trying to, like, molded it form yeah like there are sort of two distinct groups that are are or okay like two and a half distinct groups Mm -hmm. right one group like the first group like the first the original dogscape post sets the tone in this way and is written by someone who is like who is thinking about if you're out there we saw you you were yeah, seen. Yeah, we, we saw your work, King. Like, <laughs> salute. <laughs> but, like, this this person who is trying to get across, like, a like a feeling of loss and contemplation and, like, because it, Dogscape is also a very internet-y story mm-hmm, through very. and through. The, fir- the first one also is, like, fun. There's, like, one and a half that are, like, fun in a reader way. That's, like, the (laughs) leader ones that are just, like, slopping the dog pussy on aren't as fun. (laughs) And I don't think it's just because it's dog bestiality. I think it's because that person is bad at writing and also being nasty. Like, even, even the ones that aren't weird, like, sexual violence dog pussy stuff, like, uh, like, Log 7. Log 7 is really really bad that's the one where we encounter like the the like twisted human form kind of thing like oh, that yeah. one is deeply deeply silly and wrong for the tone of the story yeah 
Yeah, yeah. Like, what if there was a guy looking at you? Like, you don't need... <laughs> yeah. Like, the desire... Okay, okay, okay. We'll get into this with other things, I think, in our early podcasting here, in our early seasons, because there's definitely other stuff to talk about that are very similar. The idea that you need a creature, you need to analyze a creature and have, like, the creature's stats for horror to be <laughs> horror? Yeah. Yeah, the, the SCPification of horror. Yeah. And, like, Dogscape doesn't need that, because the land is the horror. The idea that the world has become dog flesh. Oh, another thing in Dogscape is that, like, within the generation, humans have forgot how to be, and this happens in dystopian fiction. Like, yeah. you wouldn't, like, your, your children wouldn't forget what the world is if dog became ground and stuff. Like, <laughs> you personally wouldn't be like, I've reverted to a fantasy caveman, because outside is dog. Like, that, has, <laughs> that that wouldn't happen in a way that makes the story stupid. And, like, that concept, I think, is unintentionally seeded by that first poster. Yeah. Because, like, that first poster is going for something, like, genuinely, like, abstracted and metaphorical. Like, like he's not saying, like, oh, human society has broken down and we're all cave people again. He's saying, like... Yeah, he's like... The weight of the dog scale. Yeah, like, we live in a post-world. Yeah, he's like, this could be, like, millions of years in the future. Like, OP isn't saying that directly, but it's like, here's the weight of this thing on my soul, versus, like, the zombie, like, as the story goes beyond that first poster, is like, the zombification of what they're doing. It's, like, very, yeah. like, which, by the way, I think it'd be cool to talk about, like, the appropriation of the zombie in media. Like, people think that it's such, a, like, a neutral general monster. It's not. That comes from a very specific <laughs> culture. It has been, like, distorted through our media in various ways, but at the same time, I'm really into zombie media. So, it's, it's a a thing I'm, like, passionate about, like, clarifying yeah. that people appropriate this, but I see the appeal in zombie media, and I feel like a few of these people were trying to, like, uh, Walking Dead, the dogscape. They, they tried to, because, like, the first three posters very much set the story up as being post-society, post-human paradise, where this is sort of, like, a writing project for these three posters mm -hmm. about an alien landscape where it's like it's it's taking this this familiarity of the dog right man's best friend but like too much of of the thing that is familiar and it's and it's distorted right and it is and it is all encompassing and it's like it's it's kind of beautiful and like the dog itself isn't hostile the too much dog is hostile and they're kind yeah. of like rolling off the idea of how like prolific Marmaduke memeing is in the <laughs> forums. So it's like, what if this became so vast that it was just everything? And, like, yeah. the horror of that vastness is the horror, and not necessarily mm -hmm. that we're, like, being preyed on by, like, roving bands of whatever <laughs> the fuck. At first, the dog is not hostile yeah. to human life, not intentionally. Like, like it shows no genuine malice, which is also, like a, like, a feature of, like, true cosmic horror, right, is ambivalence towards human life. Either indifferent or, like, it wants to help, it wants to love you. It wants to love you in ways that you can't possibly... F yeah, it wants to love you so much. It wants to love you in ways that are, like, you can't process or understand. It's in the human love. It's, like, love beyond, like, anything... In your body can contain is cosmic yeah. horror and, love, and and as love love is so intense that it destroys you because like oh, yes. dogs love humans, dogs want to be around you like a friendly pet dog sees a person and it's like oh my god a fucking person oh my god like like it's 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 gonna like pet my head and like oh oh my god this is the most exciting thing that's ever fucking happened to me dogs love people so much so like the idea okay okay so if we took this and made it good they described like dog tails wagging and like and like yeah that's the, good the dog brook sees you and starts like, babbling like, looking and trying yeah. to wag and it gets that's excited cute. to see you it loves you it wants to feed you it wants to make you happy but we are inherently like incompatible with this thing that is like so all-consuming and that's like yeah that's like 
a marker of good cosmic horror. It can't just, like, be malevolent. It has to, like, love you. If it's, like, it either has to love you or has to have, like, such an indifference to you that it, like, crushes your mind and your spine with, like, the pressure of it. <laughs> I don't want to spoil too much about, about Southern Reach, oh, okay. right? But, uh, like, I'll stop listening. One of things about, about Southern Reach is just that, like, it is it is a story about like mutual incomprehensibility. That's another really powerful way of doing it, right? Where it's like yeah. this thing, like it doesn't love you, it doesn't hate you, like it it doesn't it, it doesn't understand you and you can't understand it. Oh, and really I think cool. that's another strong way of doing it. Cause that's that's the fundamental of what like I think that's also kind of what dogscape is about in like the early entries. It is about this dog does not understand that you cannot survive it. That's hurting you. That's what makes Dogscape, like, really intriguing and something you want to share, is that there are, like, little glimmers of things that are like that. Well, the thing that makes me want to share Dogscape is, also that, is that I your like brain. to torture people with bad things that they don't want to read, yeah. like the dog pussy stuff. Listen, <laughs> I think... Yeah. Our, our <laughs> intention of this podcast is not pure... We want to, uh, we, we're cultivating a, a, a class of podcasts that actively want to hurt you. I feel like that's missing <laughs> in the current podcastscape. Like, we don't, we don't necessarily want your money, although it no. would be appreciated. What we want is your blood. Yeah. We'll get your money, because we will, but <laughs> we want your blood. <laughs> <laughs> and like <laughs> we were kind of in 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 the last episode with with normal porn uh-huh. for normal people like we are not we are not immune to that urge to like send yeah. horrible things oh to God, people and, and like the expose time. them like we also like that is a very human thing to do to like just sort of like get joy out of like yeah. making someone upset because you showed I mean, them a fucked up thing i mean i don't think we'd be this into horror if we didn't enjoy that to some level like normal porn yeah. for normal people is like a relatable story in that we both know what it's like to be caught in that like fever of like what if you saw a fucked up thing and need to show it and look about it and, and look up as much as possible and understand it as like fast as humanly possible into your delicate brain folds <laughs> yeah the the rabbit hole of horror yeah but like dogscape is one where it's like like, I don't, like, I do want to make people read it, but I also would understand if they would, if they were, like, very mad at me afterwards. <laughs> like, to the point where it's like, okay, maybe I won't ask you to read Dogscape, because you're going to be really upset. Look, if there's, like, a scale, like, I need to know you can handle some things before I shoot you <laughs> with the dog pussy story. Can we say horror? Like, I wouldn't recommend someone who's like can barely handle a regular scary movie like The Dead Goes to Die or something. So it's very similar, <laughs> a very similar <laughs> vibe here. Oh no, Wednesday! Now they know that they've seen <laughs> The Dead Go to Die. <laughs> it's, I'm laying out my credentials here. No one can another say another movie about dogs having sex with people. No one can say. Unfortunately, sh- yeah, no one can say shit to me. I've seen things. <laughs> People, I want, if people are going to start beefs, they need to know that it won't work, is what I'm saying. <laughs> you can send Wednesday basically as much gore as you want, and they're not going to be bothered by I it. I won't be. Is the thing. Wednesday will repost it, actually. I will, I'll get, I'll, <laughs> disclaimer, I won't do this, I think. Don't, <laughs> don't make a call-out post for me or anything, but like, I would repost them. To a gore blog and get mad notes and bitches. So, <laughs> so dogscape. Circling back to uh, like log thirteen and the sort of like lorification of dogscape, mm-hmm. right? I feel like that is like that 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 is representative of an impulse that we also see a lot in online horror spaces, mm-hmm. where it's like. Like I, like I mentioned SCP before. Like yeah. That's the thing that it really reminds me Definitely. of the most. Even though it's trying to set itself up like, oh, I'm like a scribe who's collecting all of these stories from around the world about the this this rare unspoken Marmaduke god. Oh, pick, uh, pick, pick, pick me, my hand is raised. 
Oh, yeah? Wednesday? Uh, yeah. Yes. A lot of things in Something Awful end up dissolving into this SCP territory because of the culture on the site. I'm not sure how else to explain it. Like, you'll <laughs> see even, in the, like, when we examine and analyze and stuff, other threads on other horror that started on Something Awful, you'll see this real current of, like, this feels and sounds like an SCP. Yeah, because, like, the thing about SCP is that it is deeply, deeply accessible. Mm -hmm. It is, like, one of the most accessible tiers of internet horror. Oh my god, what if we made an iceberg? (laughs) For people in the future listening to this after um, the internet was taken down and all (laughs) media was lost except for our podcast, an iceberg is a meme thing where you put, like, things in tiers. Yeah, ranking it on, like, obscurity and intensity of of the thing. Uh-huh. And in this case, the the very top of the iceberg, or probably even, like, the skybox yeah, around sky the iceberg is, is SCP. SCP. Yeah, definitely. Tier zero or whatever. <laughs> Where it's, like, dogscape is a, uh, a tour. And, 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 and that sort of filters down, like, that style of storytelling. Yeah, throughout horror. It's, like, yeah, like... A, the desire to make it, like, compartmentalized and, like, legacy pick-apart kind of thing, you know? Like, you want your name on this and you want it to be, like, iconography IP stuff. I think it's also just sort of, like, a general, like, in broader, what we would consider, I guess, like, nerd culture, Uh right? There is a very strong backlash to abstraction. That's true, too. People won't get which it. Is, which, which is kind of what we see ongoing in this thread, right? Like, yeah. it starts with this sort of abstract, metaphorical, Tarkovsky stalker kind of concept, <laughs> oh, but dog. Like, oh my god. <laughs> and the struggle throughout horror writing right now online is people who are trying to present writing, who are trying to present abstraction and metaphor and symbolism, and people who want, like... The other thing. They, they, they want a lore explanation. Yeah. They want you to say, ex- okay, not to not to put my fucking cards on the table, but Do I wrote a story, and it got put on the No Sleep podcast, which is, I'm, I'm so excited about. Mm-hmm. Like You should that, listen to it. It, it, it. it came out in, like, 2020. I'm, I'm very proud of the story. It's really good. Um, you should listen I, to it. It's lovely <laughs> narrated. The, the, the track on it is jamming. The, uh, oh my god, I did not realize that they make unique music for every, every like, story that gets put on the podcast, but they do. The artists like, put their oh whole god. redacted in it. Like, <laughs> it is so good. And, like, your story is good. It's like, okay, not to slam every story on No Sleep podcast ever or whatever, <laughs> but it's nice to have a story, not just because I know you and stuff, but it's nice to have a story where someone isn't, like, spoon-feeding you what's going on. I really hate that. <laughs> and it really weakens a lot of people's writing, and I don't think people get the get that they don't need to do that. You don't need to explain yeah. what you're doing. Just do it. <laughs> I'm 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 a writer. Like I don't write, you know, like super high-minded, like crazy abstracted stuff. But I do like some I like metaphor-heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. I like stuff that runs on a little bit of like dream logic yeah. at times. Uh and and that story uh in like the Reddit discussion around it, people were like, "Hey, like, this was bad because it didn't tell me any lore about the monster. It's like, what are you talking about? That's not the point. It's not a lore story. I love... Like, are you not paying attention to what I said? I love when I read so Frankenstein and I get Frankenstein's <laughs> containment stats and abilities and summoning ritual for the Frankenstein. Like... <laughs> Like, can we? Don't try this at home. <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> it's frustrating, because, like, you want to share writing with people who appreciate horror writing, which is hard to start with, too. But now there's, like, this culture of, like, everything needs to be fed directly to me from, like, little cutlets in your hand. It's like, <laughs> you're not going to do that. That's just not your bag. Go yeah, forage. That's, that's not the way that I write. Like, I, I, I try to... Like, okay, my brain works different, first of all. <laughs> You're built like, different. <laughs> I, I have a different kind of brain than, than a lot of people. And I don't, I don't 
think about things, I think, sometimes the way that that other people n necessarily do. So, like, things that seem obvious to me, people are like, what the fuck is that about? <laughs> like, oh, like, sorry. I thought that I was being obvious. pretty clear about that. Like, Guess okay, not. okay, okay. Like, <laughs> you also consume, like, media that's media is the thing that, like, you have a, a diverse, like, pool to pull from. That's a bad sentence. That's a bad thing I said in my mouth. You have a diverse, <laughs> diverse pool to, like, hmm... You draw draw, like a, draw from yeah like a, like with a net like a fish to pull from and um it was a different pool <laughs> p u l l um yeah it, it it's because with your accent pool and pull sound the same yeah <laughs> which is unfortunate for you yeah um it's not just mainstream horror you're drawing like things you care about and you p want to put like we like carry with you. And people come into it with only having, like, creepypasta or, like, <laughs> mainstream slashers, and that's about the maximum horror. They don't have the language to communicate with your story. I think that's a little bit ungenerous, but <laughs> thank you. Like, I, I appreciate that you, you like my work and you care about it and that it speaks to you. Like, it's valid. For people to dislike things for any reason. But it just kind of feels bad as a creator when someone isn't engaging with your work the way you hoped they would. That's all. Be, like, be more ambitious. That, that, that is my advice to, to other people who write and, and, and want to write. Like, don't be afraid to, like, chase an idea that seems too weird to work. Oh my god, yeah. Right? Because, like, even if other people end up not understanding the thing that you wrote because it was weird, <laughs> like, them. you are going to feel so satisfied with being able to express your 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 feelings and your thoughts on the, on the subject. That's my advice. For, yeah, 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 100%, 100%, I agree. For something different, I have, uh, I wrote down something fairly similar that I'll bring up whenever that one comes up <laughs> but the idea of like you have to like make yourself stuff so accessible that you repeat yourself so many times and like bash something into the ground like you don't need to have everyone understand what you're doing you don't need thousands of people to get what you do if like only a handful of people understand what you're doing that's your target audience so that's all that matters yeah. i feel like as artists we have this sort of like entitlement to other people's understanding and appreciation of our work yeah. and that's something like that is a piece of ego that it's hard to shed yeah. but I think you need to if you want to follow up on ambitions that you have and that you hold legitimately yeah it's a it's a very it's a very delicate balance because you need to care about what you're doing enough to have sensitivity about what you're doing and understand yeah. that other people are going to be reading it or consuming it in some way, but you also don't have to give a fuck enough that you're not, like, <laughs> writing for babies 24-7. You and, and the thing is, also, like, you can be writing for mainstream audiences if that's what you want. Yeah, that's what like, you want. Like, if that's it's your fine, goal. I guess. Like, <laughs> like you, you can, and, and you can accomplish that very well, but... I think you you can also liberate yourself, for yourself. from that desire, Get out there. and and I think that it feels good to liberate your your yourself from that desire, even though like it's hard and it sucks. If you have a if you have a mainstream career right now, do something fucked <laughs> up right now. <laughs> I think yeah. If you're listening to this podcast for some reason and you're an established horror writer, I think you should put out your most fucked up and unpublishable story right now. You can possibly like do it right. Do it for us. <laughs> do it for me. Yeah, do it for the culture, man. Yeah, and then people would be like, hey, what the fuck was that about? And then people would be talking about you all the time because you, like, did this. And people would be like, hey, man, you good? And don't don't say anything about it. Continue going back with what you were doing before that. I think that would be really fun for your career. Yeah, we have unfortunately cultivated a space in horror and particularly online mm -hmm. horror where there is very little risk taking because everyone is looking at it in this career-minded kind of way like right now that's wild it's horror with like analog horror like analog horror is incredibly corporate 
you know? Hey, like, and, like, people keep praising things for being, like, immersive and scary when people put, like, their, their like, full birth certificate <laughs> and, like, address on it. Like, hey, man, you're making a web series. And a web series is fine, but a web series is not an unfiction. It is, like, the difference between Monument, right? Yeah. And marble hornets yeah right like, like we knew that those guys existed outside of that because they had their own like thack existed for years before they started doing marble hornets we knew that they were guys outside of that and they weren't like you know being in kayfabe all the time but they did make an like, effort. like later they drop it they they don't like like it's because of because of drama drama is a bad word for it but like stuff happens so like even a, a like even like a more like Rel- like a example of people who don't like use their channel to promote stuff is like Everyman Hybrid. Like we yeah, know those my, dudes like, exist. <laughs> we can see them on their twitters, but yeah. like <laughs> they post other stuff too. Like they like they do uh, like a like a D and D yeah thing that they do like like Evan Evan runs a runs a D and D game yeah. But they don't break and, their... and, and 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 they do other stuff. He he runs a Blades game yeah. too. I think. Oh, that's like, cool. <laughs> they they. They do other stuff. They do other other media yeah. stuff. And like Vinny and the guy from Whispered Faith, uh-huh. uh, Lee, they did a um, they did their own uh, movie. Yeah, right? like yeah. They, like they founded a movie production company. Yeah, for 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 indie horror stuff. Like we know that they're out there doing stuff. They're not saying like, oh, you know, we are we are full kayfabe all the time. We are fully in character. Yeah. Yeah, their project doesn't have their credits rolling at every end of it, yeah. 12 minutes of footage <laughs> or whatever. Like, And also, they were fully okay with the fact that most people do not understand this story. Yeah. They were willing to, to put that aside and make the fucking art that they wanted to yeah. make, and I respect them so much for that. Your like... understanding is not more important than what the artist is doing. Like, your understanding are skills that you need to build personally. Like, you yeah. are not own the artist chewing their art and spitting it back into your mouth. You gotta chew <laughs> yourself. Oh, I do think it's weird that there's, like, ticks and fleas. I think that visual is yeah, cool, but, but also, like, like, defeats the purpose <laughs> of Dogscape. That's my final thought. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's, that's another thing that is really one of the, one of the, moments where it's like oh you you've lost the plot here you've lost huh? their dog because like yeah yeah it sure is scary when a person is like covered in giant ticks and fleas but also like this doesn't matter yeah it doesn't matter <laughs> this is this is not what the story is about and that's kind of like that is kind of what dogscape is all about in the end like this thing that has like yeah. some good visuals like, lost the plot and doesn't matter. Yeah, and totally loses the plot. Totally loses track of what it is about and what it is trying to be about. Lost in the sauce. The sauce is dog pussy. <laughs> Well, it looks like we're going to wrap it up there for tonight. What do you think of Dogscape? Leave a comment. Tell us your thoughts. We'd love to hear from you. If you like the show, go ahead and leave a like, a review, share it with your friends. We are a small, independent podcast. We don't advertise, so we need word of mouth to grow. As always, links to the story and our social media will be in the description. On our next episode, we will be reading Felix Blackwood's Cabin Story. This has been Creepypasta Book Club. Thank you, and good night.